45 Chinese cities, which account for some 40% of the country's economic output, are either under complete lockdown or partial lockdown as of this past Monday. Shanghai, with a population of around 25 million, is one of those cities hardest hit with new daily record infections being reported of uh, COVID-19. Uh, at least that is the story being told to the outside world. But let's get a first-hand perspective now from a South African couple caught in the hard lockdown of Shanghai, Almin and Wesley Gerber. Uh, the couple have been traveling through various parts of the world, and Asia in particular, over the past six years, and they join us now for Lockdown Insights. Almin, good morning. Good morning, Udo. Thank you so much for having us. And Wesley, hi, lekker, lekker, good to have you there. I mean, let, let me let me start with you. When, when lockdown of your area was announced, and I remember from reportage that it would be a four-day lockdown for you, but when lockdown of your area was announced, were you prepared for it? Uh, yes and no. We were prepared for the four-day lockdown, as you mentioned. They said that Kushi, our half of Shanghai, would be locked down within a few days. Some complexes got locked down immediately before the 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 allotted date. And us, thankfully, they only locked us down when they said they would. But we were prepared for those four days. We looked in our pantry, looked in our fridge, and thought, okay, we'll be okay. And maybe even we'll be okay for seven days. Mm. But that was almost a month ago. Yeah. So, so a month later, Wesley, how are you guys dealing with it? What's the hardest part of the lockdown for you? And, and how do you guys take care of your daily needs? Yes, you know, so uh, we do, there's, there's group buys. Um, so within the compound, uh, people have set up these WeChat uh, group buys um, that we can, we can order food order daily necessities and um, it gets delivered to us within four days and then volunteers bring it to our compound gate. We aren't, unfortunately, allowed to leave our compound. When you say daily necessities, this is like vegetables and sometimes meat, sometimes eggs, things like that. But these things need to be deemed as daily necessities by the compound committee. And we we have friends and people we know within the city where things like water, bottled water, is not deemed a daily necessity because you can just drink the tap water. But, of course, in China and in Shanghai, the pipe system is so old and the, the, the water is so full of metal that water, bottled water, is a daily necessity. But... Um, just depending on the, the lack of the job, yeah. if your compound, if they don't feel like uh, toilet paper or um, <laughs> bottled water in the daily necessity, you're not going to be able to get that in one of these group buys. So, so you now well, constantly have to be on. communicating. Well, just hold on a sec, the guy. So you guys have to constantly be communicating with your neighbors. You're on this group. What, what is the most difficult thing that, that you would like to have that you are finding it hard to get through these group buy schemes? Yeah, soap and toilet paper. This past week, 
thankfully, because I don't eat meat, I was able to trade some meat for some soap with a neighbor because I'm not able to get any. It's become, it's become daily, it's become a, a barter, a, a barter system. Just like it. I mean, what has government communicated about how long this lockdown will last and, and, and how do the different levels of lockdown actually work? Oh, that's a little paradox you've got there. Uh, oxymoron. Government communicated. No, that, <laughs> that doesn't work. Um, but yes, what we have heard was that little by little, there'll be these three tiers. Let's call it level one, level two, and level three, because the, the official names are a little tricky to understand. Um, so from last Monday, like you mentioned, they're moving to these three levels. Let's call level one, this is the one where you remain closed, Every, the status quo remains. You cannot leave your apartment, you cannot walk outside, daily test, etc. Then level two, the complex is still locked down, but you can move around within the complex. That means you can go to the gate to collect a delivery. You don't need to wait for a volunteer. You can walk your dog, take your own trash out, things like that. And then there's the jackpot, the final level, where your compound is open, but you're not allowed to leave your grid. You're not allowed to leave your district. And some districts, they're, they're border, but you live on the border. So we're in the Shukwe district, and we're on the border with Changning district. Now, if we were free and we had friends who were free over there, we could meet sort of on the same street, but we weren't allowed to mix, we weren't allowed to gather. We could just wave to each other from the one side of the road to the other. What I, what I want to get a sense of is, does it make sense to you as somebody living in this total lockdown that an entire population of more than 23 million people uh, can now live under these limitations, yet... There's a small percentage of people needing critical hospitalization or dying from these new sub-variants of COVID, I mean. Yeah, no, the numbers don't make sense. Um, it's just so extreme. The measures are so extreme. I would almost be happy to be under such an extreme lockdown if people were dying. Yeah, the numbers released today, yes, it was about 23 and a half thousand people are infected, but almost 20,000 of those have no symptoms. I mean, even if you're asymptomatic, you have to go to centralized quarantine. And a lot of the, the numbers where they are symptomatic, those come from those asymptomatic people who were sent to centralized quarantine. So you're wondering, like, are they getting sick? Are they getting these symptoms because of the poor conditions in these makeshift hospitals? Or are they really getting seriously ill? Mm-hmm. Also, the, the less than 10, I think it was, cases where they are critical or they are in serious conditions, they have underlying conditions. They're they're um, they're quite old and also they're unvaccinated. So it's just it doesn't make sense. Such extreme conditions that we have to live under. People are going hungry, skipping meals, mental health is suffering. You know, there's just the cost, the risk reward. It just does not make sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, have you guys been uh, in touch uh, with uh, the South African embassy, and and how's that worked out? 
haven't. Uh, personally, we haven't. So the consulate here in Shanghai is closed at the moment. Also, it's Easter, so they're on that break. So, mm. <laughs> you know, yeah. if something serious is happening within your compound, you wouldn't be able to reach them anyway. Wesley, yeah. if you could, would you want to come home right about now? Because I gather from, from the travels and, and uh, your, your social media feeds that it's a part of the world that you guys love, that it's a part of the world that you guys have been thriving in. But mm. if you could, would you want to come home right about now? Uh, yes and no. On the one hand, this isn't, this isn't, you know, what we signed up for. This isn't how we want to be spending our time because we're not, we're not learning, you know, history, architecture. We're not um, getting immersed in in the parts of the culture that makes for the good stories. This is kind of, you know, that part of a relationship that where you're seeing the other side, the ugliness. And it's not necessarily what we take yeah. on. And we're not getting to explore, which mm. is what made us fall in love with this country. We fell in love with the, with the infrastructure and the convenience. Now, just getting some fresh milk takes days. But at the same time, if we could come home, then... Yeah, we would. Yeah, I think maybe we'd, we'd have a good think about it and say, mm. yeah, it's not really... This isn't worth being away from family. Yeah, we, we haven't been home for just over two years. Um, because of the major travel restrictions and lockdown restrictions, uh, uh, which made it difficult for us to travel. So I think in a sense, yes, we'd love to see I mean, Cape Town, South Africa, um, and you know, friends and family. Well, I tell you what, guys, uh, stick it out there. Uh, it's been good to get an insight of how it works in another country. Uh, there was a South African couple caught in the hard lockdown of Shanghai, China, Almin and Wesley Herbert.